What's up, y'all? I'm Leon Frierson, former cast member from Nickelodeon's All That and co-host of the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. And I'm here to ask you to join me in watching the Michael Finkley Show weekly on YouTube. Now, I've been on the show, so I definitely know it's a platform where you'll be educated, informed, and inspired. Now, don't forget to subscribe, and I'll see you on YouTube. Cause I've been working all my life just to make it Just to make it Just to make it I've been working all my life just to make it Just to make it Everybody, welcome to the Michael Bingley Show. Thanks for joining us today. Y'all, so we are celebrating this week black males. Why, you may ask. First of all, I'm one. That's number one. And then also, too, within the last year or so, we've been seeing the negative aspects of black males, from the arrests to the killings, the police brutality, to the um, rallies, and all these different type of things. Even right now, as we speak, we're going through a trial surrounding a black male. So I want to show the positive side while we're still living and breathing, we're doing some incredible, incredible things in the world, contributing to society, giving our all and all to make this world a better place. And so today we start with expiring model Martinez Finney and also to founder of Success Team, we have Tim Beeling. Y'all, another great show you don't want to miss. So join us. We'll be right back. Next, we have Martinez Finney with us. Don't you go away. We'll be right back. On the next Michael Finkley, host of the Logan Power Show, it's Calvin Logan. And co-host of News and Views podcast, it's Digger Jones. Next Finkley, Wednesday. What's up? What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Toby. You know me from Sister Act 2, Mr. Oh Happy Day, and the hit R&B group City High. I'm welcoming everybody to join in, tune into the Michael Finkley Show on YouTube and also on the Greater Works Network on Roku TV. Don't forget to subscribe. Hey, everybody. My name is Arthur Vernon R. Matthews, Jr., I just wrote a new book called Family Ties, and I also want to say a special shout out to one of the kids that I mentored and has got his own TV show on Roku, Michael Finkley, and this is 100th episode, so if you guys want to really hear about this book and see what's going on, check out Mike Finkley on The Finkley Show. and she is a multitasker. She is a wife, a mom. She is city councilwoman. She, yeah. When I was growing up, mom worked outside the house and so my dad was an entrepreneur. I saw him leaving early in the morning or late at nights to go meet with clients. And he was always one who told me, you know, if you show up on time, you're late. I just admire how she's able to not only juggle the demands of her jobs, but keep her family really first. 
the outstanding thing about the Isaac family is their noble contributions to improving the quality of life for our Colombians and people all over this state. Aye. Aye. Tamika Isaac. Do solemnly swear. Discharge the duties thereof. So help me God. So help me God. Congratulations and blessings. I first ran because I saw a need, I saw a void that needed to be filled, a voice uh, that wasn't there. And over the last several years, I feel like I've been able to be that voice. So often as women in whatever spaces that we're in, um, we are often discounted because we're a mom or we're a wife or we have this career. And she's an everyday woman who shows women what excellence looks like. She has walked the walk of being a small business person, of being a parent, of sending her kids to school. Columbia is a great place, and we have done a lot in the last few years as far as law enforcement. But law enforcement can't do everything, nor should it do everything. We have to really expand upon the tools, technology, and community policing, investing in our communities uh, so that law enforcement is a partner with our communities. Being a Columbia native, I've seen the way this city has grown. It's grown to the point that sometimes not everybody's been a part of that growth. I want to make sure that communities, specifically communities of color, make sure that they are part of Columbia's present and its future. I want to have a climate plan for this city that not only helps us be sustainable, but also helps provide opportunities for folks in the workforce. There are so many opportunities to take advantage of technology, uh, green energy. I want to be that advocate for growing our city and being on the forefront, not just looking at what other cities are doing and following them, but being the leader. If you don't have the right leadership, you're going to miss a lot of opportunities. I think having a woman as mayor of the city of Columbia is long overdue. I'm Tamika Isaac Devine, and I'm running for mayor of the city of Columbia. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. Our next guest, y'all, he is a model on the rise. Introducing Martinez Finney. How are you? Doing well, thank you. How are you doing? I am super well, Martinez. It is a pleasure to actually sit down and chat with you. And I have to tell this story. I have to. Uh, when I first started this platform, you were one of my first few followers um, on Instagram. And ever since then, you have been a great support in supporting us and what we do on the Michael Finkley Show. So I thank you. I thank you for that. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. You're much welcome. Yes, sir. So how did it all start for you? You grew up in Georgia. You're here in South Carolina now. When did you know that, hey, I have a talent to be out there? Mm. It's crazy. Actually, thankfully, a few years ago, I um I went to this agency here locally, and I just wanted some more information on how to get started with modeling. Mm -hmm. And um, she told me. She said first, I didn't expect this. She was, to be honest, she was a, a Caucasian lady, so I didn't know being in Charleston. I didn't know how. I know it's a little prejudice, but there's you know you have your spots. So I didn't know how they were going to receive me. But first thing she told me was like, "You're handsome." I was like, "I didn't expect that." I'm saying I didn't expect that. So I was like, "Okay, so." But I still didn't have the confidence. It was like, this was like almost three years ago. Mm -hmm. I still didn't have the confidence. I don't know that I do now. And I went through some, I don't know, I went through a divorce. I went through some because I got married young, went through divorce. And that just 
I don't know, that just sent me down a, a, a dark path, but also kind of ignited a fuse in me to go after my dreams as well. So now here I am, three years later. Three years later, what are some of the awesome things that you've done within these three-year time frame that you've been doing this? Um, it's uh, my biggest thing so far. I was able to, um, and I keep it on the low. I keep it on the low, but I was able to be a stunt double for uh, Darius Rucker. It was crazy. I got to meet him. Like, I traveled, you know, around. It was crazy, man, to film this commercial. I don't tell nobody. I keep. I don't post a lot. I'm very introverted, so I don't really post. A lot of my stuff, I don't like people seeing me in the lab. I like to just grind in silence and put my work in in silence. But I cut my, I had to be bald. I, I went low key for a while. I had no hair, but no, it was an amazing experience. And I thank God for that. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And so in this process of learning this industry, what are you learning about yourself? Oh, frankly, the biggest thing I'm learning is, um, I won't always be selected for a role, you know? So I might submit for a role and, or, and they might say, hey, we don't, you know, they, well, they don't just say we don't need you, but you just know if you get the job or not. So learning to, I guess, hear no or learning to just mm. not get selected and but also keep going is big. So if you get told no, one, one thing I tell myself, and I heard Steve Harvey say this, he says when one, when one door closes, he just goes down the hall. So that's what I do. So when the door closes, I just walk down the hall. And I just keep going. So that's that's how I just keep going. I pray. And after that, I bounce back because nothing stopped me from my dreams. I love that. And in your dreams, what does that support system look like for you? Oof. The, the two people that I love the most in this world, my mom and my brother, have been there for me since I was four. I mean, my parents divorced when I was four. Mm-hmm. And I grew up very angry. And... Um, I grew up very angry, and um, but now re- me and my mom in the last few years we have got we have gotten so close. So they have been my biggest supporters like throughout all this. I mean, they seen me when I was started. My first photo shoot was crazy. It was in my house, and it was like it was just spontaneous. And they seen that, and they seen through the Darius Rucker stuff. They seen it all. So the biggest, they're the biggest supporters in my life, and, and um, I love them dearly. I love that. Oh, my word, because that support system is so needed, especially when we're trying to achieve that dream that we see ourselves in, especially in the latter. So in your dream, you're, I understand now at the age of 31, Martinez, that in living our dream, uh, I understand when people say that I'm living in the dream. What is your next big dream? Um, It's crazy. Growing up, Growing up without my dad, and we are close now, thank God, but I loved, it's crazy to think mm-hmm. that I loved superheroes. You know, most young boys love superheroes, and I didn't have my father to look up to as I wanted, so I right. looked up to them. So on my wall through it, even now, I have my favorite superheroes, and people might think that's corny, people might think that's No, childhood. not at all. You got to look up to, you know, you got to look up to people. So my mm-hmm. dream is to be, I want to be a, a poster on the kids' wall, kind of like, you know, the heroes that gave me hope. And especially in a African-American community, community, a lot of our fathers aren't present. So I want to be a positive role model, not just to African-American man, just to all, just to um, all races in general, but I have a really passion for the youth. So I just want to be a role model and for some, a father figure that they can look up to and to see hope and to see, hey, listen, he made his dream, he accomplished his dreams and I can accomplish my dream. I Thank love it. Oh, my word. I love that. And and in this, in your own special way, you are paying this forward because I truly believe that representation is important. 
So when someone else younger than yourself is looking and they're looking to become what you are to become, they can look at you and say, hey, I can do that because he did it. He That's did it. I love that. How can they find you on social media? Um, well, on Instagram, it is Martinez the model. And it's the M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z and the model. And that's my social media handle. And honestly, I just want to spread as much positivity as I can and just keep painting a picture of inspiration and for everybody to go after things that they didn't think they can accomplish because the world is yours. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm inspired even the more. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing your stories, your words, and just your experiences. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm honored to do this, and I, I thank God for this opportunity, and thank God for y'all as well. We'll be right back. <laughs> Coming up, Tim Beagling is with us. We'll be right back. Calling all trio, gear up, jack, and other college readiness organizations. Hello everybody, it's Finkley with the Finkley Experience. I am here to offer you information about our College Readiness Cohort Series. This College Readiness Series includes college applications, SAT, ACT prep, scholarships, financial aid, the mental mind state, HBCU versus PWI versus technical colleges, and so much more. You know this is helpful because it's actually like making me change my college plan. Really? If you're interested, visit our website thefinkleyexperience.com or just email us at michael at thefinkleyexperience.com. We're looking forward to working with you. I'm just not college material. I am tired of school. I'm just not sure what I want to do after graduation. Sound familiar? Welcome to the Prelo Educational Institute. Our focus is to help young people prepare for life after high school. It's never too early to start planting the seed for education, career, and life overall. The Prelo Educational Institute is made up of the following two products. The first product is the book titled, I Ain't Going to College, A Guide for Life After High School. This is the first book of a series that introduces middle and high school students to a young man struggling to find his way and make the decision about whether attending college is the right choice for him or not. The book has questions inside and a supplemental curriculum can also be purchased. The newest product from the Prelo Educational Institute is our online course titled Preparing for Life After High School. In this course, students will learn about decision-making, self-confidence, accountability, self-awareness, and many other topics that speak to social-emotional learning. Young people will read a story about a young man who never gave up no matter what the circumstances were. The course is interactive and has questions, quizzes, and video. Do not wait until your child or student is a senior in high school to start planning. Enroll today! To enroll and learn more, please visit www.speakerauthormarlo.com. Hi everyone, it's your girl Trinice from American Idol, and I am encouraging you to tune in to The Michael Finkley Show on Roku TV and YouTube. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. Now, y'all, our next guest, he is the millennial leader himself. Y'all, introducing Tim Beeling. How are you, Tim? 
Hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. How's everybody out there from the Mike Finkley Show, man? Appreciate you for having me, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm. You were in my mind for the longest to be a guest, yeah. and I was like, I just got to make it happen. That's right. I got to make it happen. We met a few years ago, and I've just been watching you. You've been doing some amazing, amazing things to improve the environment around you and also instill um, things within our youth as well. So, bruh, continue, continue, continue. Please, please, please. Yeah. It's so important. And so, Tim, growing up um, in Aiken, uh-huh. South Carolina, yes. single parent, yeah. you know, fatherless child yeah where did the component of serving come into and come into the picture yeah man nah oh that really um i would have to give credit to every woman that's been in my life um from my mother my grandmother it's just like you say servant and you know saying that was my mother's occupation to be honest she was a waitress or whatever but like from the back end of things too i was able to see her maneuver in a different way to kind of show me it didn't necessarily matter what you did. It would matter how you did it. You know what I'm saying? And as long as you kind of put your best foot forward and as long as you pursue greatness and prioritize relationships, then you could be good all the way. All I did was really, you know, the apple ain't fall far from the tree. We, we just in two different, two different realms of, you know, how we serve, basically, in regards to things like my mom always had connections to people. There was never a problem that she did or that she wasn't able to solve. And there was never really an individual that she didn't know of within our city. So like for me, I took all of that and I was just like, okay, my mom serves this way. She knows everybody It's important to build relationships. And like, I, I put it all towards the youth because being from Aiken, being from a small town, any small town, really the exposure level isn't as broad as somewhere of a bigger size city. So me personally, and going back to the problem solver aspect of it is there's a lot of problems that need to be solved within our city um, in regards to things that I feel that our youth should have access to and they don't. So from my standpoint is if, if, if we don't do it, then who will? Because there are still things that weren't offered when I was a child when I was growing up, when I was a young adolescent youth looking for leadership and guidance that weren't that wasn't offered and it's still not being offered um, unless, you know, unless we do it. Gotcha. And again, like I said, you're doing a major job with that. So from serving, when did that turn around into mentoring and how was that important for you? Yeah, man. So like the mentorship aspect probably came um, as I got a little older in regards to things, man, because. Again, you like you mentioned the single parent household thing of that. And like, yeah, that's cool. Um, I try not to I try not to use that as my crutch. I try to just use it as my motivation to kind of pursue. And like really for me, a lot of people think that the mentorship of young males is a hundred percent solely the benefit of them. When in actuality, me having appreciation for women, I'm like, yo, if I can mentor these young guys and get them in a position to where they actually are great citizens all around men who don't necessarily run away from masculinity, but accept the accountability of being an adult male leader, then what that does is no matter whether the relationship is romantic or platonic or however it is, that benefits um, the the other half of, um, of, of, of our race. Like it benefits the other half of our society, the young ladies as well. 
And, right. it, and like I said, it doesn't matter whether it's right, romantic or platonic. If we have great men, then all that's going to do is relieve some of the stress and burden off of our young ladies pursuing. And you can see it now. Everybody says, hey, the future is female. And the way they're dominating, I, I definitely believe that <laughs> if it's true. But, hey, let, let's make sure that they don't forget about us as well. And let's yeah. develop into young leaders, man, like you and I. Definitely. Don't forget about us. We're still here. Definitely. Right. And so, again, growing up without the father, your father in the home. So did you have mentors that assisted you along the way? Because I can relate to that. My father wasn't there. I had my right. grandfather and I had other leaders, spiritual leaders. I went yeah. off to school. I had those type of leaders as well. Still currently at the age of 31. So. Mm -hmm. Do you have that leadership, that mentorship right now, present day from males? Um, it, it's hard to say now, present day. I do, I do have a stepfather who who came in my life. Uh, pretty much, man. It was I, I was already uh, grown for per se, but he came into my life, came into the family's life. He's taught me a lot of things since he's been here in that ten year time that he has been present. But for me, man, um, not consistently, to be honest with you. I do have individuals that I've been able to to see how they move and and you know be able to 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 take some of those guidance and of course the, especially now being involved in the community man when when people see you doing something that is is of service or is of a positive nature every the village wraps their arms around you and you know they take care of you pretty well but consistently growing up no I didn't have necessarily that mentor to kind of put their arms around me and take me underneath their wing. But as I've gotten older, man, like the village of the community has definitely become a mentor. But another thing, too, though, um, and this is just a plug in for everybody out there, like mentorship doesn't have to be something that is so in depth to the point that it's on a pedestal. Right. I've seen I've seen people in in, in moments that I took as mentorship to kind of change my life. Yeah. You know, I saw I saw I saw um, an elderly man pumping gas one day and, you know, he was finished pumping the gas. He hit his hand on the uh, on the back door two times and the car pulled off and I it blew my mind because I'm like, yo, somebody just stole your car, man. <laughs> it's just like, but that wasn't necessarily true. Um, pretty much I asked him about that situation, not to get too much in his business or anything like that or take up too much of his time. But I asked him, you know, how, what was that situation? And um, he told me that was his wife's vehicle. And like pretty much every Sunday he he um he fills up his wife's car, you know, with gas. They have that routine where, hey, you know, she drives, she drives and she he fills up both cars. So they're good to go for the week. And for me, now being able to see that growing up, you know, at the age of 27, seeing it now, it's just like, yo. That's really, really dope, man. It's something that I can take, put in my toolbox and use, you know, towards my fiance, my wife, um, as yeah. we move forward, man. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about that later. Hold on. We're yeah. gonna talk about that later. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. And so how would you describe yourself as a mentor? What does a, what does Tim look like yeah. in being a mentor? Man, tough. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you man um really but but high expectations to be honest man like i really and i tell people this all the time i've never met a young man or a young male who didn't aspire to become an adult male leader whatever that definition is for them um and for me understanding that the young guys that have come underneath my tutelage, have come into our program, that have come underneath my wing, and they they expect the best out of me. All I'm gonna do is reciprocate that energy and expect the best out of you. 
So it's just like, man, it's not necessarily like definitely we want to make sure that they know that they're appreciated. They want to make sure that they know their love. You want to make sure that they know that, hey, you know, whatever, whoever, however, you know, you want to live your life. We appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's really big for you to be be comfortable in no matter, you know, as again, like whatever or whatever, whoever, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. It's just like we definitely want to make sure that our young guys are feeling comfortable to be themselves, because a lot of times on the other end of things, they find comfort in being something they're not. And that never, that never goes right. So it's tough. I expect excellence, man. I, I expect greatness every time that, you know, they're, they're in my grasp. And even when they're not, they know the expectations of, hey, it's certain things you can't do, even if I'm even if you're not in my sight. But at the same time, it's just like, hey, man, you know, if you just want to come and talk, if you want to, you know, tell me about, you know, school, if you want to text me about some cars or some, or some J's, some shoes, even though I tell you not to buy them or whatever like that. It's just like it's, it's however you want to do it, man. The relationship is pretty much up to them um, on on how far it goes. But, you know, just just expecting high expectations and, you know, make sure they know that they matter. I love it. And I love the way you combine the two aspects of serving and mentoring. And we have this cool, awesome nonprofit that you call Success Team. Please oh, yeah. Tell us about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Success Team is a 501c3 nonprofit specializing in educational youth development. That's that's pretty much my baby. That's my that's my brainchild, man. It's six years old now. Six so it's, years it's old. on the first grade and everything, man. <laughs> Like we're we're good to go. Oh, uh, but yeah, success team is pretty much every every blessing, every thought that I've had in regards to how to really implement change in my community and make an impact all put in one and really just dished out in every way that we can dish it out. I got a strong team um since the beginning. It's never been solely me. Um it's always been, you know, individuals around or you know what I'm saying again, my fiance just making sure that like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, I stayed on my toes and we were able to get things done. Um, like, it's always been success team. And people, people, I, I like to explain this because, like, even with, with one person, you know, coming up with the idea of things of that nature, it's like, it's always been success team because no matter what we were doing, how far we were with it, the month that we were in or the year in, re- in which we were doing things, like, it's always been at least me and God, you know, really, really taking this thing um, to the next level and pushing forward. But then also, too, again, that that village, that community, like, I don't believe in the self-made concept of anything. Like, I believe that even the smallest favor um, that, that doesn't necessarily get the highest praise is still something very, very impactful and, and can make a difference in somebody's life. Definitely. And in that six year time span, you all have grown tremendously. You have programs within this awesome organization, yeah. Big Brother, yeah. your back to school drives, your scholarships, yeah. your college tours, yeah. um, adopt a college, your youth yeah. council. Not, like, sir, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. And the list <laughs> continues. Yeah, What's man. next for you all? Man, the next is 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 the acquisition of assets in order for us to really continue yeah. um making a difference in the lives of our youth man. One thing and you you did great research. I'm telling you, I sometimes can't even name all of our programs off the top of my head. <laughs> That's a lot. You, you did great research, man. It's really the biggest thing with it though, like for us was was really finding our niche and developing programs that fix the problems within our community. Okay, great. But then you want to move from just doing something to doing it right. So then we had to figure out a way to, to get that in-depthness 
within our programs, like to really make that impact and really problem solve, man, through our community. Because if, if we're if we develop programs that aren't needed and we aren't really doing anything, you know what I'm saying? And then if, if at the same time we don't find that depthness within those programs to make sure that we are, you know, leaving something out or not checking a box, then we don't grow. There's something that like it's basically the same thing over and over again without growth. It becomes a, a routine instead of an impact. And then from there, you know, it's just like now that, you know, we are making the impact that we want to make, that we are, you know, we do have the attention, you know, uh, of such things as the Mike Finkley show. Now it's, it's our job to grow even more and acquire the assets to where, man, we aren't solely dependent on, you know, favors to, to, to continue to get this wheel turning. Success team is bigger than me, you know, and things like that. And that's the biggest thing. We want to make sure that success team lives no matter whether, you know, I'm here, my team is here, or whoever our supporters are around or not, we got to get to the point to where success team lives on its own. Because, again, people don't say, man, hey, uh, that's Tim's foundation. They say success team. And that's how we wanted to grow it. Because no matter whether it's my face or a team member's face, we want you to understand that, hey, there's excellence and qualifications that come with the things that we do. So now – like after, you know, developing our programs, getting into our community, making sure that we're known and having that awareness and brand recognition. Now we want to develop into a longstanding organization that ha has some independence and some assets behind this name. Definitely. And you have the awesome support behind you as a great leader as well. You all have some great events happening. You have your college tours, you have your various yeah. sessions, your life sessions, your college readiness sessions, which is yes. fantastic. Because you know, I'm all about college readiness on this end. So right. you have some things happening in the summer as well. Please talk about that. Yeah, man. So like coming up here, Shirley, we actually just released registration today um, on April 2nd for our back, so our Big Brother program. I'm sorry, our third annual Big Brother Fellowship of Young Men Looking Come Real Men. And the basic concept around that program is really making sure that our young guys are comfortable in defining manhood for themselves, you know, defining success for what the, for what they feel it should be. Um, and that could be anything at all. We don't necessarily want our young guys to be to be replicas of, of, of us or their team leaders or their mentors. We want them to define manhood and masculinity and adult male leadership for themselves. Like as long as you have that definition, then you always have a destination and you always have a route that you can go. And you never truly get lost on your path. That is one thing that we got to be careful with because that is real mental health is, is having the aspect or potential to be great, but not knowing where to steer that greatness, right? The energy, and we see this with electricity, right? If electricity doesn't have a path, it goes everywhere, right? And that's the same thing with our young people is the fact that, yo, if they don't have a path, they go everywhere. And it's not necessarily saying that they don't want to do something. It's the fact that they haven't defined success and their role in society at the time for them to actually understand where they should go. So it's just like the Big Brother program is all about that, man. Having fun, too, though. You know, we got we got the workshops, we got the seminars, we got the team building activities, we got the we got the sports tournaments in there. We got everything that we could possibly do. This year is four day overnight, June 24th through the 27th at the University of South Carolina Aiken. Right. Everything is involved. We got a graduation form. We got a career fair in there for them. Everything is good to go. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of great things. Amazing. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. And how can they register for this event? 
So basically, register it. Registration is open now. You can visit our website at www.successteam.org. Slide to our programs tab. Slide down to the Big Brother tab. Click on it. You'll see what it's all about, and you'll be able to click that registration button as easy as you can possibly see it on our website there. So again, www.successteam, that's one word, .org. All right, and that information is in the description below. So again, you, you're having some awesome success professionally, but also personally as well. You're yeah. going back to school to get another degree. Congratulations. Right. But also someone just got engaged. Someone <laughs> popped the question. Please tell yeah, us man. about your future wife and how that yeah, support man. is just ever growing. Most definitely. Most definitely. I guarantee that, hey, you know what I'm saying? she. I'm not here without her help. I'm not here without her guidance. I'm not here without her support. And like, that's the biggest thing, man. And that's throughout any form of life. Like when you find that individual that supports you no matter what, like I remember like pretty much on our, like I, I believe in our first or second date, you know, we were going over, you know, our dreams and goals. And like, I told her what I wanted to do. And she, she, without a blink, she was like, yeah, you can do that. And you, you're going to be great at it. And like, this was, this was preliminary to success team and everything that we are now. And like, we re we revisited that conversation a couple of weeks ago and we talked about how like, Hey, you know, we're actually doing what we said we would do. Like we kept our promise to each other, man. Like, so like, that's big to me. And like, that's really why, like, I wanted to make sure that I was able to secure that, secure that bag. It's a real bag. You know what I'm saying? When you get, when you find that individual that you can grow old with, and you can um, definitely have a good time with and support and, you know, personal and professional. Like, man, not only is she beautiful, but, like, she's so supportive. And, like, man, she's everything that I could ever wish for in regards to a fiancé and a future wife. So, like, I'm blessed to, um, to have her. And, like, I'm really, really excited, man, to jump that broom. I just love love. Oh, congratulations <laughs> to you all once more. So, Tim, man. please tell us. We, we all know we have an end date. A start date and an end date. But yeah. there's that awesome dash in between. What yeah. do you want your dash to represent? Leadership, determination, passion, and impact. Man, like, I, I feel like if I can check all of those boxes, then, you know, I, 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 I believe I'll get it well done at the end of the tunnel. Like, that's really that's that's really my biggest thing is making sure that my from my start date to my end date, not only am I implementing change, but there's when my name comes up or my memory comes up is the fact that like it's not about how much money he made. It's not about, you know, how many how many you know events he threw. It's not about necessarily like where he was on a particular time. It was just the understanding that, hey, this was a man. Who, who thrived throughout everything he did. And he was a leader um, throughout that time frame. And not only was he a leader, he was a leader that, that knew, when to, when, knew when to follow and knew when to take charge, but then also went so hard at what he did. Like when I, when, when, when my end date comes, I want to be exhausted. Like I want to make sure that there's nothing, there's no rock left unturned. And then also like, leaving a legacy with that too. I just want to make sure that I made the change that I aspired to make and there was nothing that I left on the table that I wish I would have done that I wasn't able to do during that time frame because we never know when that day is going to come. Yeah, so, like, every day that I wake up, man, I just do my best to try and go as hard as I possibly can because, again, like, we only get one. We only get one shot at this. 
And like, man, I'm trying to be Steph Curry with it. Go in every time. Every time. Every time, <laughs> sir. And I every tell time. you, you're off to a great start. One more yeah. time, how can they find you on social media? And how can they donate to your awesome nonprofit organization as well? Yes, two great questions. So social media is just the name, Tim Beeling, at T-I-M-B as in boy, E-H-L-I-N as in no, G, three underscore. All right, my favorite number is three, so it's always three underscores. Also, success team, again, that's one word, at success team, three underscores. So S-U-C-C-E-S-S-T-E-A-M, three underscores. Those are both Instagram tags, Facebook, again, Tim Beeling, T-I-M-B as in boy, E-H-L-I-H-G, and then Facebook, successteam.us, again, and then our website, www.successteam.org, and the donate button is on the website as well. Basically, again, glide past that programs page, look at that ways to support, slide down to your donate button and it's right there in plain sight for you. We appreciate all support and we're 501c3 so every donation comes with a tax deductible receipt. All right, you heard it here. Thank you so much, Tim, for sharing with us through your your experiences, your knowledge, and your words. Thank you so much. Hey, man, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Continue watching the Mike Finkley show, man. It's nothing but up from here. My brother's doing big things. We appreciate you. It's been an honor. Oh, thank you so much. Back in a moment. Looking for a mentoring program for your young male between the age of 6 and 18 in Columbia, South Carolina? Well, look no further. Big Homie, Little Homie Mentoring Program is the program for you. Under the leadership of Mr. Jamal Stroud, Big Homie Little Homie is a 50C3 nonprofit organization that caters and mentors at-risk youth that come from single-parent homes. The organization caters to young males between the ages of 6 and 18 within the greater Columbia area. The organization is devoted to shaping and molding their life into great men of society. Big Homie Little Homie organizes male gatherings, discussions, and even educational assistance devoted to guiding and leading them into a positive light. Making a positive attitude will help in transforming life regardless of what is experienced in life. For more information on Big Homie Little Homie Mentoring Program, visit our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Why are you keeping yourself in bad positions and situations that's keeping you afar from where you're trying to go? And what I mean by this, why you keep hanging around those people who's keeping you far away from your goals? Why you keep doing this certain habit, knowing that this is keeping you away from where you're trying to be? Why do you keep 
thinking in this way when you know you're trying to be positive. And this happened to all of us. Sometimes we mix ourselves in the wrong environment, in the wrong thinking habits, even eating habits. Like why, if you're trying to be healthy, why is you eating that bad food? If you're trying to change your financial status, why are you hanging around people when all they do is spend money? They don't invest, they don't stack and save, all they do is spend money. So why is you hanging around those people? Why you keep putting yourself in bad situations knowing that that's not where you're trying to go? Therefore, you know what you're doing. Therefore, there's no excuse for when you don't reach where you're trying to go, the only person that you can look at is the person in the mirror. And sometimes we always have these same excuses when we put ourselves in these situations knowing that that we're not even supposed to be around that person. Why would I be around that person? That person intentions is not for me. That person don't have the same vision I have. Oh, while I'm eating that, when I know I'm trying to get my health up, when I know I'm trying to do better, why would I hang around someone who never goes to the gym, but I say I'm trying to go to the gym? You get what I'm saying? So sometimes we put ourselves in bad situations. Sometimes you just need to sit down and check yourself. And ask yourself, why is I'm doing this? What, what is the purpose of me doing this if it's not benefiting me? And I want you to sit there and ask yourself that for one second. Is this person benefiting me? Is this situation benefiting me? Is this whatever benefiting me? Sometimes we have to be a little selfish with ourselves and make the best of the best because life is about what you do with it. Life, life needs to happen for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to take what life give you and you need to make the best out of it. Because life is life and that's out of our control. But what's in our control is what we do with what happens to us. So just sit here and just think about that for a minute. And, you know, write it down or just evaluate yourself and see where you're going and see what you're doing that's keeping you away from where you're trying to go. Because we need to get this high. We need to get above and beyond we need to shoot for the above the stars above the sky you know it's no limit but we can't do that we keep putting ourselves in the worst situations we can't do that we keep putting ourselves in a in a band that we can't move forward from that's keeping us back you know what i'm saying Hi, I'm Thomas Anthony Jones. You might know me from Good Trouble or This Is Us. I encourage you to watch the Michael Finkley Show on Broken TV and on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe. Next Finkley, founder of Get After It Now is Eric Foster and motivational speaker Cedric Edison is with us on the next Michael Finkley Friday. Hello everybody, welcome back. I hope that you've learned something from this celebration that we have this week. Thank you so much, Martinez. Thank you so much, Tam, for being with us and sharing your stories. We really appreciate you. On Wednesday's Finkley, we are continuing the celebration and uplifting our black males here in the U.S. Obey and across the country, across the world. So on Wednesday, we have Calvin Logan. He is the host of the Logan Power Show. Y'all, mm, the dude knows what he's doing. He's been doing this now for seven years. He knows what he's doing. And we also have Digger Jones with us. And he has a great 
podcast. He's co-host of News and Views podcast. So again, two great individuals. So another show you don't want to miss. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Michael Finkler Show. Ring the bell for notification. We'll send you an email saying, "Hey, new content uploaded." Please listen to us on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and also too for updated information about what we do here on The Michael Finkler Show. Please visit our website at michaelfinklershow.com. Thank you so much for watching. And guess what? We'll see you Wednesday. Have a good one.